Euzu billahi mineşşeytanirracim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi rabbil alamin. Vessalatu vesselamu ala seyyidina Muhammedin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecmaîn. Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una ve anfa'na bima 'allamtana ve zidna ilman nafi'a. Allahumma arinal hakka hakkan ve erzukna ittiba'a ve arinal batila batilan ve erzukna ictinaba. Rabbi şrahli sadri ve yassirli amri. Vahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Assalamu alaykum ve rahmetullahi ve berekatuh. Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bedüzzaman Said Nursi podcast series. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org. A rough translation of the text we will be reading today, inshallah, will be posted at this website too. Go to the, the um, tab under podcast, then flashes, then the 25th flash, and you can scroll down to episode 10, inshallah. Today, we will continue reading and inshallah, we will finish the 25th flash. The 25th flash is about sickness. It's a message to the sick. It is sometimes also called the treatise for the sick. It is about how to make the best out of sickness and more broadly tribulations, calamities and tribulations. And we are going through a tribulation, a pandemic has surrounded the entire world and confined many people to their homes. Life is not going as usual anymore. Millions of people are afflicted with this sickness and hundreds of thousands have died. So we began reading this treatise hoping that given the occasion it might be a, a supplication to our Lord so that we learn learn the lesson that we are supposed to learn from this situation and we benefit from some of the wisdoms in this treatise which may be a part of what we are supposed to learn from the sickness so that so that it finishes its its job and god lifts it from us so with that intention bismillah 23. deva the 23rd remedy Ey kimsesiz, garip, biçare hasta. O the sick person who is lonely and helpless in foreign lands. Hastalığına beraber kimsesizlik ve gurbet sana karşı en katı kalpleri rikkate getirirse ve nazarı şefkati celbederse, acaba Kur'an'ın bütün surelerinin başlarında kendini Rahmanur Rahim sıfatıyla bize takdim eden ve bir lemai şefkatiyle umum yavrulara karşı umum valideleri o harika şefkatiyle terbiye ettiren ve her baharda bir cilve-i rahma, rahmetiyle zemin yüzünü nimetlerle dolduran ve ebedi bir hayattaki cennet bütün mehasiniyle bir cilve-i rahmeti olan senin halık Rahim'ine imanla intisabın ve onu tanıyıp hastalığın lisanı acziyle niyazın elbette senin bu gurbetteki kimsesizlik hastalığın her şeye bedel onun nazır rahmetini sana celbeder. So, oh, the sick person who is lonely and helpless in foreign lands. The word 
uh, that I have translated as foreign lands is a difficult one. Gurbet. It means one who is a stranger. One who is in Gurbet is Garib, and Garib is one who is a stranger. So it's about that feeling of being the stranger in a place where you do not belong, but you cannot leave either. You are you are stuck. You are stuck as a stranger in a place. When we think about it, we are all strangers in this world because this is not where we belong to. This world is not where we belong to. We fall into heedlessness. We forget. We cannot see reality as reality is. We get attached to the world and we think that this is home. We start to make ourselves comfortable. But ultimately, that is not a possibility. We cannot make ourselves comfortable in this world. There will always be something that is missing. Either tribulations, sicknesses, uh, separations, right? Or even if everything is going fine for a person and somebody lives a happy life, happy life for a hundred years, eventually it will come to an end. And that eventual end is always before one's eyes and sight and, and thoughts. And the thought of the ultimate extinction or separation embitters embitters everything that the person is experiencing tasting enjoying in this world then perfect comfort in this world is not possible because this is not home we belong somewhere else we belong in the spiritual realm where we were created where we were gathered before our lord where we gave the covenant where he asked am i not your lord and we said yes you are our lord we basked in his presence that presence is where we belong and we want to go back to it in paradise so paradise is the home paradise is the homeland until we reach there we are all strangers but within the world's gurbat Within the foreign lands of the world, there are foreign lands. Places where we are born, where we have family, relatives, relations, friends, and so on and so forth, that we may not feel as much a stranger, where we speak the lang language, right? But if we fall in a place where we don't speak the language or we, we, we do not know people, which is happening a lot nowadays because of the level of mobility that that the the entire human population around the world has reached it is rare for many people to live where they were born to live among a close network of friends and relatives anymore so we are all strangers in a sense we are all lonely and helpless in foreign lands and imagine that in addition to being a stranger you also fall sick you cannot even take care of yourself. Imagine that situation. And Ustad Nursi must have felt this to the bone because he was exiled. He was exiled to a distant village where his language, his, his accent would stick out. And especially in the initial times when he was sent there, he was sent as a political exile. He was presented as a dangerous person to all the inhabitants of the distant village where he was sent to, 
for a long time people were scared of talking with him this changed later on people saw the light in him people saw the erudition and wisdom that he had and they coalesced around him despite all the dangers that that this was posing so they started to serve him and so on and so forth but but he still was a stranger he was away from the close networks of old friends the best friend is an old friend so an old friend you know that that friend was there when you especially if you have acquired a high level in society over time you know that your old friends were friends at a time when you were not presented with those benefits and opportunities in life and they continue to be your friend because of you because of their attachment to you because of the the the shared things that you you have accumulated over time so he was a stranger and imagine a person who is also sick in that state if your sickness together with your loneliness in foreign lands arouses tender feelings even in the hardest hearts and attracts compassionate gazes and that's what happens when you're healthy and going about your business if you're a stranger in a place people say okay he has he's an able-bodied person let him work and earn his life right but if this person falls sick then god awakens arouses these feelings tender feelings in people's hearts if your sickness together with your loneliness or or at least that is what is what is supposed to be unfortunately we are going through times when those tender feelings are being suppressed artificially in the name of various ideologies and interests and people in a sense are being disconnected from their very humanity and they cannot reach to the depths of their hearts and find that tenderness anymore but there are still people there are still people who do connect with the with the depths of their hearts and when a stranger falls sick in a place those tender feelings are aroused god arouses those tender feelings in their hearts and they turn to that sick person who is now needy with compassionate gazes may at least may that be the case for most people maybe get through these difficult times and get to a place where we can connect to our connect with our humanity fully if your sickness together with your loneliness in foreign lands arouses tender feelings even in the hardest hearts and attracts compassionate gazes then your connection through faith to your merciful creator who presents himself with his attributes of the merciful and the mercy giver rahman rahim at the beginning of all the chapters of the quran except for one of course who with a flash of his compassion has all mothers take care of all infants in a way that becomes his wonderful compassion the compassion that all mothers have in this world toward their infants right that is according to one tradition a thousandth of the compassion that god has and that is a metaphorical expression it may be a hundred it may be a thousand what it doesn't matter because th this is not something that we can actually compare it's a as Ustad Nursi mentioned here it's a flash of the compassion if if God's compassion is radiant light this is only a flash 
of that light, a, a momentary flash of that light, the, all the compassion that all mothers have for their infants, who, the, the merciful Creator, with an instance of the reflection of His mercy, fills the face of the earth with blessings in every spring, and an instance of the reflection of whose mercy all the excellent beauties of paradise in eternal life are. So this is God. If, if when you're a stranger and you get sick, people are filled with compassion and turn to you with compassionate gazes, with attention, how about the merciful Creator then? When you fall sick, when you are needy, how about Him? Your recognition of Him and entreated through the tongue of impotence of your sickness and surely your sickness of loneliness or strangerness in these foreign lands attract His gaze of mercy too. And that is what you need. If you, if you are under His gaze of mercy, you do not need anything else. He will take care of you. He will take care of you. Madem o var, sana bakar. Sana her şey var. Asıl gurbette kimsesizlikte kalan odur ki, iman ve teslimiyetle ona intisap etmesin veya intisabına ehemmiyet vermesin. Now this is the crucial point. If he exists and takes care of you, that is, if the merciful creator exists and takes care of you, then you have everything, you have all you need. You don't need anything else. One who is truly lonely in foreign lands, one who is a true stranger, is that who does not connect to him with faith and subordination or does not give importance to his connection. That is the real trouble. You may be in foreign lands, you may be sick, you may be helpless, but if you have that connection with the merciful Creator, you have everything. This life, this life is a blink of an eye. It will come and it will go. The real home is in the hereafter, in paradise. And in, if in that blink of an eye, your, your sickness is causing, causing uh, more of his compassion to turn to you. If it is bringing you under his compassionate gaze, so what, what a bliss is that? Because that is going to take you to paradise. But, but if you are not able to get there, get to the, the warmth of his, his gaze, because you do not have faith, or because you do not have Islam, subordination, or because although you have these, you are heedless, you are not paying attention, you are not giving importance to your connection with your Lord, you are squandering your faith, you are squandering your opportunities left and right. That is the person who is truly lonely in foreign lands, and may God protect us from falling into that state. 24. Defa, the 24th Remedy Ey masum hasta çocuklara ve masum çocuklar hükmünde olan ihtiyarlara hizmet eden hasta bakıcılar. O the caretakers who serve innocent sick children and the elderly who are in effect like innocent children. Children are innocent. 
and that's an important thing to think about children are not at the age when they are accountable and because they are not accountable they have no sense they're innocent and they are not accountable because they do not have the intellect that is a prerequisite of accountability their intellect has not developed enough they have not connected with their intellect to a sufficient point in at, at which accountability starts so they are innocent and innocence is an important cause of attracting god's gaze of mercy and compassion all the caretakers who serve innocent sick children so if there's an innocent child god's gaze of mercy and compassion is there and especially if this child is sick then there is more of that there is more opportunity to to to be there in the way that when we go to medina and may all of us be able to go there and we go to the rabba the garden and the masjid the mosque of the prophet the area between his minbar his pulpit and his house in that masjid he said it is rather it's, it's a it's a garden of of paradise right when we go there we believe that all of our prayers are accepted because anything that you ask for in paradise will be given we believe that god's mercy is directly and intensely there it is an opportunity to to find ourselves under our lord's gaze of mercy and compassion right so compare this to that an innocent sinless and sick child god's gaze of mercy and compassion has concentrated there is manifest there to a higher degree than other places and then the elderly who are in effect like innocent children the elderly yes they may have committed sins yes they have accountability right but some of them sometimes uh, you know lose that connection with their intellect or even if that does not happen they are less likely to be sinning because many of the capacities that the healthy human body has that leads the person to commit sins are lifted from them so all the caretakers who serve innocent sick children and the elderly who are in effect like innocent children sizin önünüzde mühim bir ticaret okreviye var before you is an important otherworldly trade what is that there is an opportunity for for for business there is an opportunity for trade there is an opportunity to earn something shape ve gayretle o ticareti kazanınız earn that trade with enthusiasm and endeavor so how with enthusiasm and endeavor so you are taking care of a sick child or a sick elderly person there are two ways to do this one you keep going ah oh complaining and doing it with like dragging your feet and doing it with this sense of yeah i have to do this or i'm coerced to do this i wouldn't do it if i if i were left to my own means but because of this because of that you know i find myself having to do this and you do it with this sense of disgust and unwillingness is there insincerity in what you are doing can you can you earn anything from this perhaps you are being paid for it and you may be earning your money 
right and after a while people will probably recognize that you are not doing this with the necessary enthusiasm and compassion and and lovingness and therefore you may even lose your material gain from it but but do, can you earn anything spiritually worthwhile from this or the other way to do it is this is a slave of my lord who is in a state of need this is an innocent person needy person poor person and god gave me the ability to take care of this person and there is a spiritual reward in this my lord's compassion has turned here and therefore i should turn there with my compassion too and if you work with enthusiasm and you put your effort in it so that is a big difference right Oh, the caretakers who serve innocent sick children and the elderly who are in effect like innocent children before you is an important otherworldly trade earn that trade with enthusiasm and endeavor masum çocukların hastalıklarını o nazik vücutlara bir idman bir riyazet ve ileride dünyanın dağ dağlarına mukavemet verdirmek için bir şırınga ve bir terbiye-i rabbaniye gibi çocuğun hayatı dünyeviyesine ait çok hikmetlerle beraber ve hayatı ruhiyesine ve tasafi hayatına medar olacak büyüklerdeki kefaret-ü zunub yerine manevi ve ileride veyahut ahirette terakkiyat maneviyesine medar şırıngalar nevindeki hastalıklardan gelen sevap peder ve validelerinin defteri amaline bilhassa sırrı şefkatle çocuğun sıhhatini kendi sıhhatine tercih eden validesinin sahife-i hasenatına girdiği ehli hakikatça sabittir. This is a long sentence and a convoluted one too. It is not possible to translate uh, as is. One has to make sense of it and then put it in a more regular language and translate as such. And when I was doing this, I was thinking, Ustad Nursi was sick when he wrote this treatise. And this is toward the end of the treatise, and it's a lengthy one. He must have gotten really tired. But later on, he did not want to read and proofread and correct the mistakes or, you know, small uh, glitches in the text because he was sick and he was writing this as it as it appeared to his heart and there was a lot of sincerity that went into it and he did not want to lose it so let's try to think about that when we read this and try to understand it is established by the people of truth that along with many wisdoms pertaining to the child's worldly life such as being a workout and exercise for those delicate bodies and an injection like vaccination and training from the Lord to build resistance against the world's commotions to come. Imagine that children get sick and sometimes some people think of this as an evil. How can those small children who are sinless, who are weak, needy and, and not, in, not have any responsibility, how come that they are being subjected to such pain and sickness? well there is mercy in that too and here we are, we are not talking about terminal sicknesses there is mercy in that too but that's a different uh, subject to to think about all children get sick and if you are you are a caretaker taking care of these children your heart is wrenched 
say the child has an upset stomach and is, is convulsing because of this, uh, you know, your heart gets wrenched. There's pain involved in that. And you, you, you feel like, why is this happening to the child? But imagine that. That is a workout, an exercise for those delicate bodies. They are learning. If we are not exposed to difficulties early on, how can we handle them? when they come to us in, in, in throngs afterwards in life. This is an exercise and training and workout for those delicate bodies and an injection and training from the Lord, from our Lord, to build resistance against the world's commotions to come. The spiritual rewards accruing from sicknesses, which are the grounds for this the child's spiritual life and the purification of his life similar to and instead of the atonement for sins in adults and which are like injections that become the grounds for metaphysical development in the future or in the, in the hereafter so we first thought about the worldly benefit of sicknesses for small children there are some sicknesses that you develop immunity by experiencing it and if you have it early on in your life as a child the effects of the lasting effects of the sickness are much less but if you have the same sickness at an at a later age then it's going to be much more dangerous so these sicknesses afflict children at a young age or they are giving given a vaccine that uh, develops immunity in their bodies so that in the future they do not have uh, as much trouble as they could have had if they were not uh, exposed to it and therefore developed immunity in the future. So there is some pain, there is some trouble at a younger age, but later on in life, they benefit from it. Likewise, so this was the material aspect of the benefits of sickness for the child. Likewise, the sickness also uh, builds, accrues spiritual rewards. The spiritual rewards accruing from sickness which are the grounds for the child's spiritual life and the purification of his life similar to and instead of the atonement for sins in adults adults have sins and they need atonement for those sins so that they can purify themselves and sometimes they have sicknesses and tribulations if god loves them and what god wants to purify them for that purpose children don't have sins but similar to the atonement for sins that happens in adults these sicknesses enable those children to to accumulate spiritual rewards and serve as grounds for purification later in life and which are like injections that become the grounds for metaphysical development in the future or in the hereafter so all of that is happening the children who are sick are accumulating these benefits spiritual metaphysical benefits and Stadnursi says they are written in the book of deeds of the child's father and mother especially in the page of good deeds of the mother who with the secret of compassion prefers the child's health over her health and here the reference is to, to father and mother because it is usually the father and mother who, who take care of a sick child but if somebody else is doing so this should apply to there too but especially the mother because mothers are given that compassion from God's compassion that is a 
there is a secret in that that God through this compassion has mothers and fathers take care of their infants infants are powerless infants are needy weak they need to be taken care of and who would take care of all the infants in the in the world if it were not for this inner urge to do so it's a difficult thing to do it is a dirty thing to do it's a, sometimes it is a dangerous thing to do if you are taking care of a sick child you are exposed to the same viruses same germs and you get sick too but especially if it is a mother who with the secret of compassion prefers the child's health over her health a mother who is taking care of her child does not think about contagion and whatnot just takes care of the child ihtiyarlara bakmak ise hem azim sevap almakla beraber o ihtiyarların ve bilhassa peder ve valide ise dualarını almak ve kalplerini hoşnut etmek ve vefakarane hizmet etmek hem bu dünyadaki saadete hem ahiretin saadetine medar olduğu rivayat-ı sahiha ile ve çok vukuat-ı tarihiye ile sabittir. Now we talked about children but if we go back to the beginning of this remedy it was about children and elderly so now we will talk about the elderly. As for taking care of the elderly, it is established through sound narrations and many historical occasions that in addition to receiving the tremendous spiritual reward, receiving the supplications of those elderly people, so there is a spiritual reward in taking care of anybody who is needy, who is sick, and especially if this person is elderly, he or she is more needy. Right? There is tremendous spiritual reward in that. But Stadnosi is saying, in addition to that, receiving the supplications of those elderly people, especially if, if it is the father and mother, because the, the supplication of a father or mother for their child is very unlikely to be rejected. It is one of the sincerest supplications, and sincerity is one of the secrets of the acceptability of a supplication therefore it will be very rare for that supplication to be rejected right so receiving the supplications of those elderly people especially if it is the father and mother pleasing their hearts and serving them faithfully is the grounds for felicity in both this world and the hereafter so in addition to the spiritual rewards this is the, the, the, the supplication, the pleasing of their hearts and serving them faithfully. The faithfully part is the important part here. It, it is the word is wafa uh, in Turkish and, and also Arabic. And what it means is that you receive benefits, you receive blessings and so on and so forth from people or from your Lord, from others. And then you feel indebted for this and you want to return the blessing you want to return the gift you want to return the favor to to others so when you do this you don't do it expecting a payment in the future but with the intention to return the favor that was already received these are the grounds for felicity in both this world and the hereafter why this world because as it as it was mentioned at the beginning of the paragraph Right? It is established through sound narration and many historical occasions that people who do this themselves live a happy life in this world, themselves 
find felicity in the world and people who do not do this well they pay for it sometimes in this world and if that is if god wants good for them in the hereafter and sometimes it may even be in the hereafter but they they create an opportunity to to to have a happy felicitous life in this world by taking care of the elderly sick people and receiving their supplications pleasing their hearts because those supplications will have an effect and those are supplications for good ihtiyar peder ve validesine tam itaat eden bahtiyar bir veled evladından aynı vaziyeti gördüğü gibi bedbaht bir veled eğer ebeveynini rencide etse azab uhreviden başka dünyada çok felaketlerle cezasını gördüğü çok vukuatla sabittir. It is established in many occurrences, events, that as a fortunate child who shows full obedience to his father and mother sees the same from his own children, if an unfortunate child offends his parents, hurts offends his parents he receives his punishment with many tragedies in the world in addition to the torment of the hereafter in addition to the torment of the hereafter Ustad Nursi said here so it is perhaps I was wrong perhaps you know even the the calamities tragedies that the person experiences in this world will not be enough to lift the the punishment of this that is left to the hereafter it is so grave disobedience to parents and especially offending one's parents is so grave a sin so grave an offense that even the tragedies that will be experienced in this world will not be an atonement for for uh, those sins and will not save the person from torment in the hereafter or perhaps it will reduce that torment but it will not be enough it will be not, not be enough it is so grave and events that people see experience in their lives if you look around you will probably be able to find stories like this from the people that you know so and so right was rude to his parents offended his parents did not obey his parents did not please his parents and in the end you see what he's experiencing now so and so was not obedient to her parents and did not listen to them disobeyed them and did things that was hurting his her parents and making them sad and so on and so forth and see what she is experiencing right now and also if you find a person who is really having a good life who is really who appears to be lucky from a worldly point of view like you see this person and you know everything is fortunate mashallah everything is good and right and when we say this we mean uh, materially and spiritually material well-being by itself is not a lucky thing is not everything is good for someone who is in a good state we look at both the material and spiritual aspects of this person's life so you find somebody who is doing well materially and spiritually if you dig up you will probably find that this person received the supplication of his mother and father or mother or father that is a source for of success that is a verified and certain source of success when the prophet made dua for somebody let's say if he said may this person have a a large progeny many children and grandchildren 
that would happen. If he said, may this person have a long life, that would happen. If he said, may this person have health, that person would have health. And that is the Prophet wasallam. His, his supplications are always accepted. And the mothers and fathers come after that. After the Prophet wasallam, the, the prayer, that supplication that is closest to being acceptable is the supplication of parents for their children. So we need to think about that and we need to try to earn that supplication. And if that supplication is coming from a parent's heart that is pleased with the child, if the parent is not asking for good things for the child simply because he or she still has compassion for the child, although this child is offending them and is not is not fulfilling his or her uh, responsibilities to his or her parent. But the parents are still asking for good, right? That may also be acceptable. That may also be close to acceptance. But if that heart is pleased and content with the child, that is the secret. That is when that prayer will be most acceptable. And this is for parents, but a similar acceptability applies to the supplications of elderly people who are in need for those who are taking care of them. Because, again, they are innocent. Or they are almost innocent. They cannot sin anymore the way a young, able-bodied person used to be able to sin. They are closer to the grave and therefore they understand, realize the reality of death better than others. And the realization of death is a source of closeness to the Lord. So they are closer to, to God and therefore their supplication is acceptable. We should all try to earn that supplication. We should all try to please the hearts of those elderly people who are in need especially when they are sick. Evet, ihtiyarlara, masumlara, yalnız akrabasına bakmak değil. Belki ehli iman, madem sır imanla o kuvveti hakikiye var, onlara rast gelse, muhterem hasta ihtiyar ona muhtaç olsa, ruhu canla ona hizmet etmek, İslamiyet'in muktezasıdır. Yes, taking care of the elderly and innocent is not only for relatives. In fact, if a believer happens upon them, happens upon an elderly person or a sick child, right, innocent child who is in need, if a believer happens upon them, if an esteemed elderly sick person needs this believer, since there is true brotherhood established through the secret of faith, Islam entails serving them with heart and soul. So relations, right, that is not only a relation of genes. That's not only a relation based on uh, you know, progeny and descent, right? There is a relation that, that is established between believers through the connection of faith. That person has faith, you have faith. You are both connected to your Lord because faith is a connection to the Lord. And through that, through your Lord, you are connected to one another. And therefore, Islam entails serving them with heart and soul. 25th Remedy O oh, sick brothers and sisters, 
Siz gayet nafi ve her derde deva ve hakiki lezzetli kutsi bir tiryak isterseniz imanınızı inkişaf ettiriniz. If you want an utmostly beneficial and all-curing remedy, a truly delightful and sacred antidote, improve, improve your faith. So this is the, this is the crux and foundation and secret of all. If you want an utmostly beneficial and all-curing remedy, a truly delightful and sacred antidote, so it's not only an antidote, it's not only a medicine, but it's, it is also delightful. And it cures everything. It is a cure for all problems, all sicknesses and problems and tribulations and so on and so forth that you may have. What is it? Improve your faith. Your faith is, is the, the key that puts you in a palace, in a space where everything is good for you. Remember, we have been repeating this again and again based on the tradition of the Prophet ﷺ. Wondrous are the affairs of a believer. If he is faced with difficulties, he is patient and he, he acquires spiritual rewards from that. And that's good for him. And if he finds himself in a situation where everything is good and easy and, and, and, and you know, life is good, right? he is thankful and he acquires spiritual rewards from that. So if you want to enter that space where everything is good for you, improve your faith because that is the secret. Yani tevbe ve istiğfar ile ve namaz ve ubudiyetle o tiryak-ı kutsi olan imanı ve imandan gelen ilacı istimal ediniz. That is, so how do you improve your faith? That is, use the faith which is a sacred antidote and the medicine that comes from faith by returning to God with repentance, tawbah, asking for his forgiveness, istighfar, prayer, salah or namaz, and worshipful slavehood. These are things that improve one's faith. Returning to God with repentance. Oh my, oh my Lord, I have sinned. I have fallen away from you. I have fallen heedless. I have forgotten. I was disobedient to you but now I recognize my fault and my my defects and deficiencies and I'm coming back to you please accept me I'm returning to you there is nowhere to go other than you I am coming back to you please please accept me again please grant me the blessing of being obedient to you asking for his forgiveness Estefar. oh God I've done all these things and if you don't forgive me and cover up my sins my ugliness there is nothing that can save me there is nothing that will cover up my sins and ugliness oh god i'm asking you for your forgiveness and not only forgiveness i'm asking you to to to clear to to clear this horrifying cv that i've built this horrifying background that i have built please clear it for me and prayer salah the five daily prayers and then the super erogatory performances but especially the obligatory prayers the five obligatory daily prayers because that is that is the beginning of all if one does not have prayer right one one one's religion is in danger 
the prayer obligatory prayer is the central pole of the tent of islam if you take that pole the tent collapses it is the foundational litany of the tariqah the path of our prophet therefore that is the way to preserve improve build up strengthen our faith which is our connection to our lord right and then worshipful slavehood getting into that state in which your entire life is service your entire life is service to your lord this is the practice practice improves faith so try to do that and be conscious of your faith right don't just practice out of habit and so on and so forth but be conscious of your faith practice with the intention to improve your faith evet dünyaya muhabbet ve alaka yüzünden güya adeta ehli gafletin dünya gibi büyük hasta manevi bir vücudu vardır yes because of the love of the world and attachment to it it is as if the people of heedlessness possess a sick metaphysical body that is as big as the world and this is something that Ustad Nursi opens up elsewhere and it is a deep and important uh, concept imagine a human being as different from a plant or an animal the human being has intellect and imagination and many other faculties that connect this this human being to the entire cosmos and sometimes even be beyond the entire cosmos the created realm to the creator himself that is like a metaphysical body the body is a compact entity that is integrated and connected through various channels so the imagination intellect and other faculties that human beings have connect them to the entire cosmos entire reality and to the entire existence so it is as if they have a huge metaphysical body the problem is is that metaphysical body healthy or sick yes because of the love of the world and attachment to it why would that make that body sick well the world will depart leave the world does not stay it is doomed to annihilation it is transient it always always moves into non-existence so if your your body is constantly receiving blows and being destroyed how can it be healthy it is as if the people of heedlessness possess a sick metaphysical body heedless because they do not recognize the reality of this world and they think that it is the home and they become attached to it and their body becomes connected to it and this world becomes a part of their metaphysical body and now it is being destroyed all the time it is as if the people of heedlessness possess a sick metaphysical body that is as big as the world iman ise o dünya gibi zeval ve firak darbelerine yara ve bere içinde olan o manevi vücuduna birden şifa verip yaralardan kurtarıp hakiki şifa verdiği pek çok risalelerde kat, kat ispat etmişiz we have definitively proven in many treatises that faith gives immediate healing to that metaphysical body so that metaphysical body is terminally ill terminally sick 
it is being destroyed all the time and it is looking forward to an eventual destruction that will be total and when faith comes immediately it gives healing to that body which is wounded and bruised with the word like blows of extinction and separation that it gives true healing by saving from wounds faith comes and it saves the metaphysical body from the wound, wounds of extinction and separation i am keeping it short in order not to give you headache iman ilacı ise feraizi mümkün oldukça yerine getirmekle tesirini gösteriyor now this is a medicine faith is a medicine but every medicine either shows its effect on your body or not sometimes it does not the medicine of faith shows its effect by fulfilling obligatory deeds as much as possible if you are taking the medicine but at the same time you are taking something that contradicts it that you know, dissolves it then the medicine will not have effect on your body you have to follow a certain regimen certain diet certain practices in order for the medicine to be able to fulfill its function the medicine of faith shows its effect by fulfilling obligatory deeds as much as possible so this is a condition gaflet ve sefahet ve hevesat nefsaniye ve lebhiyat-ı gayr meşru'a otiryakın tesirini men eder heedlessness dissipation the desires of the lowly soul and illicit imagery contradicts the effects of that antidote if you want the medicine of faith to have its effect the desired effect you need to protect yourself from heedlessness dissipation the desires of the lowly soul because it always commands evil and illicit imagery hastalık madem gafleti kaldırıyor iştihayı kesiyor gayrimeşru keyiflere gitmeye mani oluyor ondan istifade ediniz now there is an opportunity in sickness in this regard since sickness lifts away heedlessness you were heedless you know your health your the, the blessings that god had given to you had become white noise in the background now that you got sick all of a sudden you are back to to realizing reality as reality is that this is all blessing my health was a blessing and now you are aware of it it cuts appetites perhaps your appetite and you know various kinds of appetite this could be appetite for food appetite for sex appetite for money appetite for revenge you know it can there are different kinds of appetites it cuts appetites so the desires of your lower soul that were pulling you into a world of sins they are not as strong anymore they cannot pull you anymore and prevents from following illicit indulgences right so this is what sickness brings to you yes it is painful and so on and so forth but there is an opportunity in it so take advantage of it since sickness lifts away heedlessness cuts appetites and prevents from following illicit indulgences take advantage of it hakiki imanın kutsi ilaçlarından ve nurlarından tevbe ve istiğfarla dua ve niyazla istimal ediniz use the sacred medicines and lights of true faith by returning to god in repentance asking for his forgiveness and supplicating and beseeching 
Him. Cenab-ı Hak sizlere şifa versin. Hastalıklarınızı kefaretü zünub yapsın. May the sublime real give you healing and make your sicknesses an atonement for your sins. May the sublime real give us healing and make our sicknesses an atonement for our sins. Amin, amin, amin. Auzu billahi mineşşeytanirracim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ve kalu elhamdülillahi lezî hedâna lihâzâ ve mâ kunnâ linehtediye levlâ en hedânallâh. Lekad câet rusûlü rabbinâ bilhak. And they say, praise and gratitude be to God, who guided us to this. Had God not guided us, we would never have found the way. Indeed, the messengers of our Lord have come with the truth. This is from Quran, from chapter 7, 43rd verse. And it is an expression of gratitude for God guiding us to the wisdoms in this treatise. And of course, those wisdoms are the wisdom of the prophets and, and are, are learned, derived from the wisdoms of the prophets and the prophet Muhammad Ultimately, we all get sick. Everybody gets sick. Everybody has tribulations, but not everybody knows how to make the best out of those tribulations and those sicknesses. Not everybody has the opportunity to turn their sicknesses into opportunities for spiritual reward and otherworldly benefits. This is this is a benefit that we are guided to, and therefore we say, Alhamdulillahilladhihadanalihaza. Praise and gratitude be to God who guided us to this. We would never have found the way. We would, we would never be guided to it on our own. Indeed, the messengers of our Lord have come with the truth. Glory be to you. We have no knowledge other than that which you have taught us. And glory be to you that you have taught this to us. Indeed, you are all-knowing, all-wise. And of course, this is also from the Quran, uh, Surah Al-Baqarah, second chapter, the 32nd verse. And of course, we recite this at the end of every lesson. We will do it again. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin tibbi qulubi wa dawaiha ma'afiyatil abdani wa shifaiha wa nuril absari wa ziyaiha O God, send blessings and greetings of peace to our Master Muhammad The medicine of our hearts and the remedy So who is Muhammad? The medicine of our hearts Our hearts are sick Heedlessness, forgetfulness, sins and so on and so forth He is the one who cures them he is the one who has brought the medicine to cure them. That the science of medicine is what is intended here. Not a drug, but the science of medicine. He, he is the one who has brought it. He is the medicine of our hearts and their remedy. The well-being of our bodies and their healing. Our bodies are also sick. Our physical bodies are sick. Well, when they get sick we perhaps find the the drugs and antidotes and salves and so on and so forth in this world but but what about what we convert from this world into the hereafter 
are our bodies in the hereafter at resurrection going to be healthy and sound and complete or because of the sicknesses of our hearts or because we do not know what to do with the sicknesses of this world will they turn out to be deformed in the hereafter or the metaphysical body that Ustad Nursi mentioned, the metaphysical body that each and every human being has that connects that person to the entire realm. Is that body sick or is it well? The well-being of our bodies and their healing. That too is the Prophet ﷺ because he is the one who brought the measures, the principles that will ensure that those bodies will remain intact and whole and sound in, in, in good shape, in a state of well-being. The light of sight and its radiance. People have sight. They see things in the material world. But what they see in the material world is only a small fraction of what is out there in reality. There is a metaphysical aspect to the material world and many people are blind to it because they do not have the kind of light that makes the otherworldly and metaphysical aspect of things, Ustad Nursi calls this the indicative face of things. The indicative face of things apparent. Light is that which when applied makes things apparent while they were not apparent before. Yes, the physical world is apparent before our eyes if we have eyesight, material physical eyesight. But the metaphysical otherworldly indicative meaning and aspect of things those need a different kind of light. The Prophet Muhammad is that light. He brought that light. Oh God, send blessings and greetings of peace to our master Muhammad, the medicine of hearts and their remedy, the well-being of bodies and their healing, the light of sight and its radiance, and on his family and companions who brought his message to us who conveyed his message to us and who ensure that that message continues to stay intact and, and, and fresh and living and lively. Ya Rab, O Lord, O God, forgive us. Whatever is happening to us, we brought it on to ourselves. Forgive us. Forgive us and show us the right path. Show us the path that is going to get us out of this trouble that we have put ourselves in. Oh God, give us patience. Oh God, allow us to turn the tribulations, sicknesses, troubles that we are going through into rewards, into goodness for this world and for the hereafter. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma allamtana innaka anta al-alimul hakim wa akhir al-dawahum anil hamdulillahi rabbil alameen الفاتحة